At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris, and today we're coming to you live from San Clemente, California at the Darkroom Labs Film Paeda. This is very exciting. To get it started, I wanted to kick it off to Phil so he can explain to our listeners at home what this is and who he is and what we're all doing here. So, Phil. Good morning. Thanks for Thanks, coming, Phil. guys. <laughs> uh, we have a great panel set up this morning, some pretty illustrious folks. Uh, the Film Photography Paeda here in San Clemente with this first weekend of March, uh, was dreamed up a, a couple years ago with uh, Juan Martinez, Take Cayo, uh, myself, and uh, just started, and Trev Lee, of course, uh, just started rambling on about, oh, we gotta start getting together, and one thing led to another, and a couple years later, here we are with uh, at least 150 strong, and a lot of people wanting to yeah. come that couldn't quite make it. So. We're excited to uh, try to keep moving the Paideia forward. Uh, I know it's kind of a funny name. It's hard to pronounce, hard to say, really hard to spell. Uh, but the, the basis of it is, you know, education and sharing knowledge and ideas and, uh, and sharing community. And I can't imagine a stronger network and community of people than the analog film photography community, right. especially, you know, over the last 48 hours, seeing and talking to everybody, it's, it's pretty stimulating. So we're, we're excited to be here and help uh, move this along and, from the darkroom and sponsor uh, the Paideia. Uh, we're excited that we're able to gather all these speakers together again. Uh, so we, we hope to continue on. Uh, we'll be doing some uh, uh, YouTube broadcasts and some other things of elements and you know, speeches from the show, uh, the workshops, and so forth. So, uh, thank you all for coming, and I'll turn it back over to you so you can talk to these thanks, people Phil. that everybody wants to listen to. Yeah, well, thanks, Phil. Um, I guess we can we can start with some of our awesome speakers. Um, we can say so. Matt Day's here with us. Say hi, Matt. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> so, Matt, can you? Tell us, what's been your favorite thing about the event so far? Well, it's my first time in California, so that's been cool just yeah, to same. finally finally get out here. Um, but more than anything, there's so many people here that I've either talked to a lot online and never met in person, or people that I've never talked to, but they kind of know my whole life because <laughs> <laughs> they've watched the videos and they've seen photos of me and my family and stuff. So uh, this is sort of my extended family. So uh, just so being out here with so many people and just, uh, yeah, a lot of positivity out here. It's awesome. Especially with the sun. The sun yes. broke today. Sun you out. can tell yeah. like everybody's mood is completely different today <laughs> than it's been. It's been lifted a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
right, I'm going to bounce it over on this side of the table. We have also have Mike Rosso from Film Photography Project. How's it going, Mike? Hey, everybody. I'm very, very pleased to be here. And uh, I'm here with Matt Mirage. Oh, hey. How's it going, guys? And for, <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird because, um, you know, we have 150 people here, but I'm also talking to all those people at home. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, hey, people at home. My name is Michael Rosso. Uh, I founded the Film Photography Podcast 10 years ago. We're celebrating our 10th year. And yeah, congrats. Thank you. The po- the project uh, it's it's film, film, and only film. Uh, it's hands on cameras. It's uh, film uh, education, how to shoot, how to develop. Questions, comments. Matt's laughing. <laughs> Mike, they asked you what you thought of the weekend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying myself. Man. Uh, the, the talks have been great, getting a little deeper insight into everybody's uh, style, process, and then just kind of, you know, beers and cameras zing it up with uh, with everybody after. Uh, I didn't know there were so many breweries so close. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Pat, Mike Padua, can you give us some insight on the weekend as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just been great getting to meet everybody, people that I've been talking to for years, people whose work I've been looking at for years, people who I've been listening to like the FPP guys and analog talk for years and just getting to finally meet them in person. Um, and just kind of realizing that people are just human beings, you know, like, and we all have like one, we're all super different, but we all have one thing in common. Yeah. And it's just been, um, it's just been just pure photo geekery, you know, and it's been a lot of fun. It's really funny too. Cause since we've been here, we've been counting the amount of people that have been on the show and it's just like, Oh yeah, that's right. Andre was on the show. That's yeah. right. You know, it's crazy. This community is it. It really opened my eyes this weekend because I'm, you know, from Nashville and it's not like this in Nashville. You know, I have to like beg people to go out and shoot with me. So this was, I'm still kind of like goose bumped up from this weekend. What about you, Jonathan? Yo. <laughs> oh, this weekend was fun. I mean, surrounded by a bunch of people that all shoot film. I, I don't know. It's just like up where I'm from, there's probably only like what, Mike, 10, maybe 10 or more yeah. at, at best just getting together but like surrounded by like 150 people it's nerve-wracking but it's it's dope to meet people that i've been watching like mad day timothy yeah. and these guys just listening to their voices it's like now you see their faces like wow <laughs> you're awesome dude yeah <laughs> still when mike said hi to me on the first day when we got here it just like took me to another place because you know i've been listening to the podcast for, for years i mean it's just crazy yeah i was just blown away by that it's like wow okay cool <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm nervous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm nervous. I was going to say it. Um, I also want to talk to Megan. You did an awesome uh, yeah, presentation Megan. yesterday. Um, Everyone. <laughs> can you kind of introduce yourself to our listeners because they haven't seen the awesome stuff that you do and just kind of give your thoughts on the event as well. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Megan. Um, you might know me as Megan Shoots Film, maybe. Um, but I do a lot of underwater um, and surf photography. It's been a pretty amazing weekend so far. I think the thing that I've kind of taken away from it is I've been so blown away by everyone's photography with their families and in the home, and that makes me want to maybe stop harassing the sea creatures for a day or two and, 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 and take some photos with my friends and family but it's been really amazing to meet all of you guys and learn a huge amount i feel like my head is so full of knowledge right now so yeah thank you we got at the end of the table over there we have mike from ilford can you say hi for us mike 
Um, yeah, I'm Mike Bain, and I'm the uh, U.S. rep for Harmon Technology. We're the Ilford photo people, and I, there's nothing like being around a, a bunch of film photographers <laughs> yeah. to get you motivated to get out there shoot, and it's been a great weekend. Nothing wrong with being in Southern California in early March, that kind of thing. So it's been great, and it's been nice meeting everybody, and appreciate the chance to be here. Yeah, so if you get a chance, check out Mike's little talk that he did when it hits YouTube or right. wherever it goes, because yeah, some of those graphs and stuff just was mind-blowing. Like, I'm still, it's still gearing in my mind right now. It's a good thing, because I think we talk about on the show all the time about how, like, we really don't know what the future of film holds, because we keep seeing, you know, films disappear or raise in price. Or when you go to an event like this, it's it's a good sign, I think. It's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, you, you and I were talking about it yesterday yeah. uh, as the presentation was going on, and those of us who have like YouTube channels and podcasts, we try to get people more into it mm -hmm. and to get out there and shoot it. So to see the graphs that Mike shared yeah. talking about where people were finding the information and seeing that those platforms are where the majority of people are getting information now, that was really encouraging because, you know, I know I, I try to do that sort of thing, but yeah. you, you always kind of wonder is this working? Do people really <laughs> get anything out of this? You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, it was it was cool to see that uh, all these years that it's it's actually making a, a bit of an impact. You know? Yeah, that for sure. Really encouraging. Yeah, yeah, that was it's it was really working. encouraging. So Juan, I'm going to kick it over to you because you haven't said anything yet. You're at the other side of the table. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners at home? Yeah. Don't know. You've been on our show, but... Uh... Right, well, a year ago, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm Juan Martinez. I'm one of the founders of uh, Beers and Cameras, and we have chapters, like, um, kind of all over the globe, I guess. Um, Seattle, LA, uh, Sacramento, Phoenix, Calgary. Um, we have a new Minnesota chapter, and uh, in London, we have uh, That's crazy. people helping out there, so... Yeah, it's been really fun. Uh, we stumbled, I mean, I stumbled upon BNC, right? Mm -hmm. It was created very organically. And seeing everybody here and, and seeing so many people that um, I saw at the first Piety event and reconnecting with them has been really cool. And then uh, seeing family and friends from SD and Sacramento, I mean, San Diego and Sacramento here. And I feel like we're all just one big family. We really are. We have so many, all of our interests are the same. We align and we're all like, mentioned we're all very different but we're all very much the same um and i don't know where i'm going with that but yeah it's been <laughs> did amazing you, did you imagine that one day you'd have chapters like on the other side of the world when you first started this thing i mean that's incredible yeah no <laughs> never i mean honestly like we were a small group and we just kind of grew organically and i think by not having that kind of pressure on yourself or thinking oh, i'm going to be this or that right it just grows and then i think i'm ever i'm just more thankful that it's grown this way without pushing it or forcing it in any right. anyway. And getting to meet all you guys and it's just been it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Last night reminded me of, you know, Christmas at grandma's house. Like that community of like family. You know what I mean? Like it's cousins that you don't see all the time and you you get to like finally talk to them in person and stuff. Like that's what it reminded me of last night. And it's like you know, it was kinda sad that I didn't get to talk to, you know, Uncle Bob as long yeah, as yeah. I wanted to. Kind right, of thing. exactly. But it, it's just like such a crazy thing and, and the fact that you guys do that twice a week is yeah, I'm like yeah i'm so Very jealous well yeah. it's funny because me and pacholo and chris we were on this text and we text like every day and we're like oh we're excited i'll see you tomorrow i'll see you tomorrow and honestly i don't even talk to them at the meetups because oh, you're yeah. so busy <laughs> like we say hi what's up as we're walking past each other yeah. but we're so busy meeting other people yeah it's funny how that works out i think every town needs one 
Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> Get the starter pack. Like I said, I, I've had a lot of Ohio people reach out and say, while you're there, I need you to pull Juan aside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of twist his arm into an Ohio chapter. So. Oh, I'm down. Especially, yeah. I mean, I, you, of course, I need more I things like, on my schedule. I was right? like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. say, still, I would, I would carve out some time for that. Okay. Sure. Uh oh, cool. you heard it here first. You heard it here first. That's pretty cool. <laughs> we got him on the spot. I'll visit whenever I come home. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. People won't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> we can take shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They won't be able to tell the difference. Trev, do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners at home as well, and, and give your thoughts on the weekend? Yeah, no problem. My name's uh, Trev. Uh, Trev Lee with the uh, Dark Room. So I've kind of had the behind the scenes, um, seeing how all this was coming together and all the work that Phil, his family, uh, Take and um, and Juan, and just talking with and everyone. And it's been kind of, this last year was thrown together really fast. This one, we had more time, but it still went really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and um, came here really, I don't know, but it's just amazing to see how everything came together, hearing everyone talk. Uh, like everyone that attended was awesome and really interactive it made it easy for us to talk in front of all of you guys because you guys are just so welcoming and kind and everything because you know all of us are pretty nervous to speak in front of you 100 percent um (laughs) myself included but you know it was once it started it was really easy uh just because it's a great group of people and uh it's been inspiring actually it was cool meeting matt um i'm have a daughter now uh, she's four months old so she's like adorable. it's been cool seeing you mentioned it uh, Megan saying like photographing family and and I already do that a little bit but it's been cool seeing everyone's style and how they do that and it's been inspiring to do that more and um, be a little more intentional about it as well that's kind of what it's all about right isn't it <laughs> I think that's why we do it totally yeah yeah I was, I was talking to somebody yesterday and uh they're, they have a son who's still, I believe he said he was pretty young. I don't know if he was still a newborn, but pretty young. And uh, he was like, you know, how do you find the time to go out and make photos? And I said, you know, well, the large majority of what I shoot right now is just family because that's what I'm around all mm-hmm. the time. And I said, you know, there's still times where I want to go out and shoot different things. And for me, at least, you know, I was kind of talking about our schedule and how my wife and I kind of, I mean, we have to schedule things in advance where I'll say, okay, I need to carve out some time just to go and shoot, walk, either walk around town, walk in the woods with my camera and just escape a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That I think everybody kind of needs totally, that. Yeah. And, uh, it's not always easy when you've got kids for sure, but, um, just making the time for it. But you know, if that means any other personal work is kind of on hiatus at the moment because families got things going on uh that's just sort of a priority you know and it's still bringing your camera and still making photos it might not be something for a project or a zine or a book or a gallery anything like that but if you're still shooting regardless of what it is i think that's just what's most important but yeah definitely uh trying to schedule you know time for yourself can be can be challenging for sure well that's something i noticed i mean with everyone that's talked here um it seems like their photography has became about their life and i think that's why a lot of like a lot of you guys have uh people that gravitate towards your photography and it's because it's unique to you Mm -hmm. and it's a kind of a glimpse into another 
another world that's not your own. So, you know, it's engaging. It's a story. Yeah. And, like, stories will always win over <laughs> content alone. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I think for me, one reason I follow other photographers or even, I mean, in a way, it's just other people. I don't really think about it as like other photographers but I enjoy following other people online that I feel like I can either relate to them or yeah. like if if there's that human side of them and that personality whatever their family is or you know having something that I can actually like grab onto where there's another person on the end of it that's what kind of keeps me engaged with other people and that's kind of why I share what I share you know I'm the another person just like everybody else so i think if there's something there for people to grab onto they can they can actually feel something there you know sure. well said we have jonathan on this side of the table as well we haven't talked to you yet king james i thought you did talk to me we want to hear more okay okay, okay. 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 how about what's something you've learned this weekend can you kind of this weekend yeah. something that i've learned or been inspired by i was talking to uh ed condy he's out there about ed and where is he at? There he is. <laughs> Talking about 1600 color film with like, you know, how like a Fuji, Fuji Natura now 1600 is like ridiculously expensive. So we're talking about like different options, like for trying to get a 1600 ISO film. And he told me, you know, why not trying to push Lomo 800 to 1600? And I was like, you know, I've never really had great results pushing 800 to 16. And he was telling me about how like you can do like a what do you call it, like a pre-wash and like rotinal, rotinal push before you develop in C41. And it was interesting to me because I never thought of that. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Mine just... Like rotinal black and white chemicals. I don't know exactly what it is, but you, you do it for like 10 minutes and then you develop it like normal C41. And he, I guess Ed was saying like it, it does the push for you. Ooh. It does the lifting. Where was I during that talk? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I shoot there. Lomo 800 all the time. We were we were having that talk over a bowl of Fruit Loops oh. in, the, in the breakfast thing because they were th like I got a video of them talking oh, about nice, Rodinol nice. and and like Ed was just eating some Fruit Loops oh, and yeah. <laughs> so was I, and uh, they were talking about pushing film and just you know like those talks were those kinds of talks surrounded us this yeah, weekend yeah. right everybody yeah. was talking about something that yeah. they were sharing techniques and you know like looking at each other's cameras and you know it's just like it's been just everywhere literally everywhere yeah i definitely have to fill my notebook when i get on the plane tonight hi mike hey. <laughs> <laughs> hello thanks for for joining us and being here can you give our listeners at home an introduction of who you are and how that weekend's been for you yeah yeah of course well my name is mike padua um <clears throat> i'm a photographer I'm a husband, I'm a dad, uh, I have a background in graphic design, and I run, um, I, I, I started a brand called Shoot Film Co. And I, I'm reluctant to say brand because it was just like, um, when it started, I just had a message and I had some excitement that I wanted to spread, but you know, it's like I've, I've made a, like a bunch of products like pins, patches, t-shirts, a notebook, um, and, and some other things. Um, and, uh, it's just been an exciting, and I can't believe I'm saying this, an exciting four years. I'm coming up on four wow. years of doing this. So, and this literally started with like one patch that I wanted to give to a small handful of friends. So, but, uh, you know, the weekend has been really fun. I've, I've tried to meet everybody and I want, like, if I haven't met you, I want to meet you and shake your hand and, you know, like, I just want to be sure I'm like supporting you guys and supporting the community. And, you know, I'm just stoked on everybody's work and, you know, I'm seeing every like a lot of people's posts on Instagram and like you guys are taking just amazing artistic photos of just 
what's happening. And that's been wanting to make me up my game of just like, okay, I'll see something cool and snap it. Yeah. But like, um, I'll see, you know, people posting like, like Jonathan Paragas, he posted this beautiful portrait of Take at the top of these stairs. In this hotel, there's this abandoned, it's behind this thing. It's this abandoned part of this hotel. It's a secret. It's very strange. It's a secret, but I'm (laughs) spilling the beans. It's It's behind us over here, this abandoned part of this hotel where it looks like, They'd have illegal boxing matches or whatever in the 60s. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, we, we, we snuck in there and Jonathan posted this beautiful portrait of Take at the top of these spiral stairs. And I was like, dude, this kid is 20. What? He's making Man. some amazing work. And I'm just seeing all your guys' work. So really inspiring, really wanting to make me up my game. Yeah, I can't wait to see, you know. After all we all photos, develop yeah. all this film, yeah, yeah. it's gonna yeah. be crazy. For for me, like I guess I'll say the same thing. Just seeing being being with our people and everybody has their their camera, what they're shooting with, and everybody's talking shop and just hanging out. And it's really been I forget that you know I, when you see somebody on the ro- like on out in real life with a film camera, you're like that's my that's my person. They they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so to be around it and just have all these people here has been just. And I was getting emotional about it, you know. It's it's it it's been a really great weekend. So just want to thank everybody as well for being my people, I guess. <laughs> and Grant, wherever Grant is, when he started his speech, right over there, man. Oh, I I believe, it, I believe it. But when you started yesterday, like I had goosebumps immediately, and I could feel a tear in my right eye. I was like, yeah, damn. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. This has been an awesome weekend. Yeah, this is this is Phil again. Uh, <laughs> hey, Phil. Yeah, it, it, it's everybody keeps it's pretty much the same theme. Everybody's talking family, my people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you attracted to each other because of cameras and that 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 common thing. Uh, social media has done a lot to help that. I know social media gets a lot of bad rap today, but. For groups and stuff like that, uh, it can be a pretty amazing uh, vehicle to share and get to know each other. Uh, without social media, I don't know how we would have all gotten together, right. you know. So uh, that aspect of it is great. Uh, and speaking of social media, my uh, our chief photographer, Trev Lee, and my dear friend, Trev Lee, uh, has driven and guided our Instagram and social media content uh, and as we were sitting here we just hit 75,000 followers Wow so. so anyway Trev say a few words <laughs> no I mean uh, it's been awesome working for I mean, you hear this in the speech, like when they're uploading and stuff like that, but for the podcast alone, you know, like I've been working for the darkroom for three years now and been running the Instagram for two and a half years, like non, like as my full-time main focus. And when, when Trev started, uh, we had 3,600 followers. Wow. And, and like, it was never about the numbers. It was more about the engagement, filling them really like uh supported me in the way like giving me the the film the resources the cameras to really post and educate and um it was more about the comments below and like the direct messages and and interacting with people and talking with people and encouraging people and so 
as that community grows, the number, you know, 75,000, that's awesome. But like, it's, it's the engagement that's amazing to us. And um, it's been really cool just meeting everyone here because I see people on their Instagram. I don't know what they look like. And then I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that person that's yeah. asked yeah. me how to push this or how to meet her for that. And uh, yeah, and I've learned just as much as hopefully as I've helped I mean, I've learned just as much as hopefully we've taught because everything we've taught, I didn't know before this three years of working with the darkroom and doing the social media. Man, I think we see how hard you work on that, too, because we definitely get tagged in a bunch of stuff that you're always posting. And I I'm glad you do that because, you know, I wouldn't be searching for it, you know, and then I learned so much just from what you do there, too. You definitely put your your work into that. Thanks. Yeah, I'm (laughs) always tagging you guys just because like there's it's cool like i always tag the people in the groups that are really putting content Mm. content out there just because like we want to be i want to see everything you guys do as well so it's one of those things where like it's basically just like hey like we just posted this like if it's a good resource for you use it yeah oh for sure and yeah I think next year we should have everybody's Instagram handle on our little name cards as I've well. I've seen some people doing that, <laughs> writing that on there. Yeah. I wish Smart. I would have thought yeah, that. Yeah, that is a good too. idea. Yeah, there's, I, if, if it's happened, I deeply apologize because it's happened already a couple <laughs> right. times where I've walked by somebody and, you know, kind of said, hey, just greeting people, but then finding out later it's someone I've talked to a ton yeah. of times yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah that's happened. <laughs> but I don't know your faces because of Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Does anyone out there, I've talked to so many of you folks, and, you know, uh, Chris and Tim mentioned we're like a family, and it really is true, except, you know, the difference between, like, this family and my family is, like, you guys are nice. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to be here. You know? <laughs> Uh, but does anyone out here have any questions for, for anyone up here? Yes. What's your name, sir? Robert. Uh, we have Robert in the audience. Yes. I just want to thank everyone for, for making this happen, from you know, Phil, I mean, us to you, even coming out here. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of what you've been doing for, for many years. I just didn't have this opportunity. Mr. Padua, you know, Timothy, Mr. Matt Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, it's good to see Thanks, Robert. Great. Anyone else have any questions? Uh, we have Mike from Ilford here. I mean, anyone have any anything popped in your head over the weekend? Someone's got questions. <laughs> anything on. at all? Don't be shy. Anything at all? There we go. There we go. Thanks, Take. My question is more towards uh, Matt. When I mean, you have your family, you have some amazing photos. I have two little boys that are red mug shit, so standing there with a camera like, hey, get in this good light, really doesn't work out for me. How do you get your kids to just stand there and not anticipate the photo or grab the Polaroid out the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah so... Um... It's a good question. It, when, when I find out, I'll let everyone know. But, um, no, my my kids, they really, they're used to me always having a camera. And so it's not really out of the ordinary. They tend to not pay attention to me. Um, if anything, they tend to turn away because 
they're not interested in anything mm-hmm. that I'm doing with a camera. So uh, they don't really pose for me. Um, sometimes I can kind of make it a game where if you count to three and when you say three, it's big and exciting and they, <laughs> that gets their attention, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but for the most part, I'd really just try to be a fly on the wall and get in their space, you know. Uh, don't be standing up, shooting down at them. Like, get on their level, play with them, interact with them, and try to not think so much. I mean, if you get to a point where you don't have to think too much about the technical stuff, you can really focus on expression and things like that. And uh, in terms of like them in good light, I wish I always had that, but a lot of times it's, you know, in a dark kitchen area and there's just like some, a little bit of light off of the range, you know, on the stove. I mean, it, it can be any kind of situation. That's probably why HP five at 1600 works so well for me because I'm usually not working with much light, but, um, yeah, being on their level and, and just being observant, I think more than anything, I try not to corral them into a certain area because if I'm doing that, I'm taking them out of their playful kind of mindset. You know, I'm trying to like order them around they don't really respond well to that. So their expression isn't going to be very well reflected in that. You know what I mean? So, uh, for me, I try to just be in their space and just watch. And I mean, I share a lot of those photos and, you know, like you said, I, I appreciate what you said about the photos, but you haven't seen the thousands of images that are either not technically good. Maybe it's, you know, blurry or it just didn't work out or I missed the right expression to make the photo. So trust me, there's, there's a lot of film I'm burning through just to get one good photo. So, uh, yeah, it's, you gotta be patient. I mean, you're a dad, so I'm sure your patience has been (laughs) improving over time. Like most of our, most of us has, uh, but yeah, just, uh, I don't know for, for me, I try to just be observant and follow their lead. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the question, by the way. Appreciate it, man. Hi, Patrick. And I have a question for the gentleman from Ilford. And I've, I'm an entrepreneur, I invent things, and I'm also a film photographer and love taking film. My son Jack here is 18, works in the camera store, and been shooting films since he was 14. But the thing I'm wondering about is. I'd like to invent products and develop things for the photographic industry. I invented a camera lens with iPhone that's sold in every Apple store in the world, the whole clip. And I'm wondering if I should do products for the film photography people. I mean, do you guys want products? But back to that point is, I'm curious about the history of film, where it was at at the peak. I remember seeing a number that said something like a billion rolls of film were sold at the peak in one year. And I saw something a few years ago that said it was something like two or three million were sold rolls of film. I don't know if that's accurate, and I'm just curious about where it's where the market was in the last five years, and where you think it's going in the next five. We only know what we manufacture, and so the only way I can answer that is uh, certainly in 1988 we manufactured way more film than we do now. I don't think it'll ever go back to those kind of levels. But what I can tell you is that, say, 10 years ago, when things looked pretty rough and weren't very good, we're, we've come a long way, and we continue to grow every single year. And, and I know a lot of the, our friendly competitors out there and what's going on in the world, and I feel like they're seeing the same thing. So 
I can't tell you numbers or anything like that. I can tell you our numbers are way up there. I'd be surprised if it was only two or three million rolls right now at the lowest. Uh, you're saying that was the low end as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we just measure how many square meters we make, and we kind of judge by that and everything. So it's been great. The future looks bright to us. You know, we, we're looking way down the road what we're going to be doing and how to prepare for a growing market. So we're, we're in a pretty good mood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your point you made about printing, yeah. that's something we don't do. And I went home last night. My son Jack had been here yesterday. He was working in the camera. Yeah. And we found a wall, and we said we should go and print a lot of the stuff that we created mm. and hang it on this wall. Yeah. And make a really cool thing. And so he's, he's all in for that. So thank you for getting us thinking about that. Well, it's, it, to me, it's a big deal. I'm a, I mean, I'm a rep for a company, but I'm a photographer, and I was long before I worked for Ilford, and I will be long after I'm gone from Ilford. And I print. It's a lot of fun. If you've never printed in a dark room, you've got to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to love it. There's nothing like spending a day in the dark room. On the other hand, if that's not what you want to do, get other people to print it. Send it to a lab, you know, print it on your inkjet printer at home. We, I just think it's important to have prints. Give them to friends. Put them in a box. People look at your prints. I have adult children. If they come home, they look at prints. They don't look at my hard drive, you know, so see what's on there. So. If I could just add to that very quickly, if you're an inventor, yeah. I think that one of the biggest weaknesses that we have in terms of legacy products that we're trying to revive is scanning. Does oh, yeah. someone here, where, where's that age? With Abe, with his app, we can talk to Abe as well. He's created a cool app where you put your negatives on a light table and you can get your iPhone. I really believe that analog has to fuse with digital. Even all the last labs you're taking stuff, they're D labs. They're taking your file, digitizing them and then putting them on paper. So there's still a digital process. And I think we need some kind of a way, even if it is an iPhone or um, Matt did a cool couple of videos about scanning using your camera. That's kind of a hack community and that's great, but if we can somehow universalize like a, a file system that is the same across all the boards, because when you use a certain camera, it's colored, it's baked in with that brand's color profile, yeah. contrast, and so if you're scanning with a, a Canon or a Nikon or a Fuji, they all look a little bit different. And so some kind of scanning system, and not just the hardware, but it has to work with the software. The solution Because we're using 20, 30 year old technology and trying to revive them. And you know, we want new stuff coming out now, new solutions. Thank you. We have time for one more question from you guys. Fight it out. <laughs> Rap, go ahead. But uh, uh, what's up, as the, the rep of Milford was talking about, you know, I mean, uh, printing the dark print is obviously such an amazing thing. We love, obviously, I'm starting to print the dark print in San Diego, so it's, it's, it's a really important thing. But I kind of want to get everybody's like, take on, you know, actually dark print printing and where you guys think that in particular is going, as opposed to, you know, like, all of us share a lot of our work on Instagram, but a lot of us don't our work as much as I think we all want to and as much as we all would like to. So I'm just kind of curious if you guys think everything is going with the, uh, you know, with the, all these new community darkness popping up all over the country. I mean, it's not just in San Diego. It's everywhere. everywhere. So. Um. I'll hop in on, on that because yeah. I used to have a dark room in our home and I used to save basically all of my printing for every Sunday. And it was like a ritual for me where I would spend hours in the dark room, either 
catching up on developing my film first and then printing all, you know, the rest of the day. Um, for me, that was really enjoyable. And as time has become a, a very limited resource uh, and needing an extra bathroom in our house, my darkroom is no longer in the house. So I uh, had all of my darkroom equipment go to a good friend of mine. But there are places like what you're opening up and other community darkrooms, you know, all over the country in Columbus, Ohio, we've got Midwest photo who has a great darkroom space and, you know, you can rent that out. And there are people that I was told fly in from New York and spend a weekend in Columbus, Ohio, just to use that darkroom because it's cheaper for them to do that than use a darkroom in New York city. And that's, you know what I mean? Like there, there are options out there for people who want to print. So the idea that you can't print, that's not an excuse. You can, you can make it work. Uh, for me personally, while I would love to spend time in the dark room, I have an inkjet photo printer at home that I print with on a regular basis. And, you know, in, in a perfect world, I would love to make every single print by silver gelatin in the dark room. But with my time and my resources, it just isn't really as feasible for me as it used to be. But the importance is just printing. Like Mike said, you know, regardless of the method, just print the photos, have a lab, do it buy a photo printer at home, anything like that. Um, I, I want my kids to inherit all of their photos that they can hold. Yeah. And they're not going to be trying to figure out, you know, where can I find a USB port on anything anymore? Right, you know right. what I mean? I mean, when's the last time you saw a CD drive on a brand new computer or a floppy disk or whatever? Like times are always going to change. So maybe your hard drive will never crash. That's great. Very unlikely, but that's great. <laughs> but how likely are you going to be able to access that hard drive? You know, I don't have to plug anything into my print to see it with my own eyes. So um, for me personally, I say regardless of the method, always print. Um, but there are plenty of dark rooms available all over the country that you can spend time in. Even if it's just once, you know, pick your favorite, most important photos, uh, get that onto paper. Yeah. Even when I had just a little, I also have like a big Canon inkjet printer thing. And, uh, even when I had my little like office printer, I would still print four by sixes just to have them and, you know, cherry pick 10, just to put in a little photo album to ha- always happen. Cause again, I mean, we have our negatives too, but it's, you know, I definitely think you should print printing is, I talk about that all the time on the show and on my YouTube and all that stuff. So when you're looking around your house uh, and you see an empty hard, a hard drive, just sitting on the counter, uh, you don't go through it and fan through it and uh, waves of nostalgia pass over you. Right. Uh, you're just annoyed because there's a hard drive there. So, uh, True. make, make some prints, print your work. Um, as somebody that teaches a lot of darkroom courses, uh, out of a rental darkroom space, I see the audience continue to get younger and younger. Like the average attendee is a 20 year old girl, which is awesome and so really encouraging to see. What needs to happen is people need to engage other photographers that's why we're here mm-hmm. almost everybody no matter where they're from here in california here anywhere in, in north america it seems everybody's town only has 10 or 15 other film shooters that they can engage with we are responsible for increasing that number get them right. in the dark room if you show them that magic they're hooked even if it's that once or twice uh that's the only way we can keep this kind of stuff going i agree and it's fun and it's fun. It's, it's so right. fun, yeah. I just want to add in something. I mean, if you can't make it to a dark room, um, what my wife does, which is awesome, is um, photo albums, right? Now you can just have them. You send the file, you upload them digitally, and they get printed out on really nice paper oh, yeah. and bounded. So she does these, like, 2017, 2016, right. whatever. 
And my daughters um, randomly would just grab them. They grab my, our, you know, our wedding one, our honeymoon one, and they'll just thumb through it. I mean, like crazy, you know? So that's another option too. It doesn't really get talked about, but at least do that. If you can't go to a dark room, you can't maybe have the wall space to print your work. At least get it in like a book. book. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's companies that make that so easy. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of not doing it too. So. <laughs> Well, this has been awesome. Uh, we want to say thank you to Phil and everybody uh, at the Dark Room for putting this together. Thank you for you guys for coming and hanging out. And thank you to our listeners at home. Thank you for all the speakers. This has been wonderful. Yeah. That's it. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.